Okay, guys, so uh, welcome to this extraordinary episode of the Swancast. Um, some of you will have seen that this morning uh, the management team at Staines Rugby Club uh, announced uh, a very unexpected appointment of myself to be director of rugby going into next season. Um, I can't tell you how excited I am about that, but uh, what I would like to do is to hand you over now to uh, Joe Thompson and Tom Perryman, who are two of our uh, leaders within the playing team, who are just going to ask me some questions. So uh, rather than me talk about me, they're going to ask me questions about me. Hopefully not anything unacceptable. So uh, over to you guys. What have you got? Uh, I think the first question, mainly from the senior squad group, is who's going to be leading the coaching team next season and what's the coaching team going to look like going forwards? Okay, so really great, great question, and it's it's one that I've been discussing with the the chairman and um, the outgoing director of rugby and the the team management. Um, go, going into next season, I'm going to continue to lead the coaching team. Um, I the, co the coaching team is going to consist of uh, James Ben and Allen, as it's done um, over the last season. What we are going to do, however, is look for an additional assistant coach to join the team, to work within the team in the, in the same manner that we all work together, um, just to, to make doubly sure that if I get dragged off to a committee meeting or something horrific like that, um, there, there are enough boots on the ground from a coaching point of view to support the players. Fair enough. Um... The other question we've been asked is what's different about the role of director of rugby uh, and how does that differ between what you did as head coach and yeah. Okay so um, lots of what I did last year would in a in a bigger club would have fallen into a director of rugby's role things like the the coach development that I was doing with some of the the minis and juniors coaches um supporting of that sort of thing um that that would all potentially sit in a director of rugby's role so there there are few differences in lots of it i've been doing already because i've been able to and because it's what i love to do um the the big difference that i see um from you know as as a director of rugby is i will have a, a little bit more gravitas so i Gravitas isn't the right word. I don't know what I mean. Um, I want to say authority, but I don't need authority. But just a little bit of of clout, perhaps, when I when I talk to these these coaches and the volunteers within the club who are absolutely amazing at Staines, um, just to, to make sure that we are streamlining everything with the the goal being to make Staines Rugby Club the the best environment that it can be for every player whether they're five or 55 um, and, and obviously everything in between. And it's, that, that sounds like a cop-out answer and I don't like that, but um, I, I think that that is it. Um, I'm expecting to have to go to, to meetings with the middle tech as well. Um, you know how much I love meetings, but I think that's, you know, I, I will, when required, I will be there to, to fight the corner for Staines Rugby Club because that that's what I want to do. Um, Good question, Joe. My, my one. Sorry. Um, 
obviously, as you've been the, now the director of rugby and obviously the senior playing coach, have you got an idea of plan how integrating the Colts into maybe a, the senior team or is there like an under-21 side potentially on the way or something like that? So there's a, there's a lot of discussion going on about how we're going to integrate those, those young players into the, into the senior setup, not, not just this year, but over the next few years as they, as they develop and find themselves in the right places. Um, I'm obviously talking to Paul, who's their head coach and is 100% adamant that his priority is that we do that right. It's, it's my, my priority as well. Um, the the next official episode of the Swancast was going to be a discussion or is going to be a discussion with uh, Joe, who we know is one of the the Colts coaches, Derek Renton, who's also one of the coaches, and hopefully a couple of their players. One of the things we're going to discuss, and it's going to be an ongoing theme through at least the next season, probably the next couple of seasons, as those young men develop as as men and as rugby players and are in the right place to get into the into the senior playing setup. With regards to an under 21s and under 23s side, it is definitely something that we're talking about. We talked about it a little bit last year. Um, our, our senior playing squad is incredibly, um, I want to say young, but it, that's, that sounds like it's, I'm belittling them. They're so many years ahead of them for, for so many of them that it's, it's really exciting. Um, we definitely want to get those younger members of the of the playing group out in an under 23s shirt of some description at some point how exactly that looks when we when, when we come to do it depends a little bit on the the personnel in the playing group at the time um, how many of the of the Colts have been um, passed as, as suitable for playing senior rugby because don't forget that all under 23s still constitute senior rugby so there's a lot of hurdles to jump over. We are 100%, I am 100% committed to getting those guys in Stains jerseys uh, in the senior setup as soon as, as is right. Nice. Um, is there uh, any plans for age groups across the whole of Stains recruitment? As we know, obviously the minis are doing well now, but there is obviously a lack of older and senior players around. I'm not saying, sorry, that came out the wrong way. But there is obviously a shortage of players at some point. But is there a plan for recruitment across all those areas? There is. Um, I, I was talking to, to Dave Shannon, who is the, the head of the minis and junior section. Last year, we were talking about this. I'm, I'm often chatting with, uh, with the various coaches. Um, you may have seen I've already spoken to some of them on the, the earlier Swancasts. Um, there are plans, there are ideas. At the moment, it's kind of very much every, every age group for itself. One of the things that I'm really hoping to do is to streamline that because if we get an elder brother, we need to be able to, to look after his younger sister. We need to be able to look after potentially their the, the next sibling up um, going into next year we will have uh, an under 13s and downwards we'll have every age group but we will have nothing between under 13s and Colts 
one of the things I'm really keen to do is to make sure that we've got a contingency plan in place so that if out of the blue for under 15s turn up randomly on a Sunday morning, we've got something in place that can facilitate them playing rugby and hopefully use them as a base. All of this requires a massive buy-in from, from volunteers and, and those guys are amazing, uh, giving up their time as they do. What what the plan is, I don't know, but it, it certainly is in place. It involves a streamlined approach and it, it involves a, a coach and volunteer development that I'm really hoping to get massively off the ground. Um, going back to now being the director of rugby and obviously having a wider range and scope of your role, uh, what's the sort of plans for future coach development? So I know we touched on the coaching clinics earlier. Is there any plans to either increase those or change them up a little bit? Yeah, so um, obviously we, we're we in a little bit of a, a limbo at the moment regarding that. Um, I've actually spent most of my day shutting this room which gets very hot in the morning and then it gets quite dark in the afternoon and the sun passes over because one of the things that i'm studying at the moment is to become a coach developer so there's a i'm, I'm doing a course on the open university about that um however i'm i'm chatting quite a lot with rudine from the rfu about potential courses um, and once I've worked out how the technology works, I want to reach out to all of the coaches and volunteers um, in our juniors and mini section uh, and just see where it is that they want to develop. Um, so, yes, I'm hoping that there'll be more of those interactive meetings. I'm hoping there'll be some more formalised training. So some, some RFU courses run out of the club. Um, you guys met... Fletch from the Magic Academy a couple of weeks ago, um, getting getting guys like Fletch and and his his colleague Rusty on board to to run coach development stuff. I've been on some of their courses and they are mind blowing. So I, I'd really like to get some of their courses run out of Staines Rugby Club. We we've got to we we've got to get this going, and it's definitely in the in the plan. But at the end of the day, better coaches make for a better rugby club. Nice. Um, yeah, I've got a few more. Um, how, obviously, with your new role and then maintaining how to coach, how are you going to manage to split your time being such a critical part in, obviously, the first team's development, improvement and pressing on during the season? And obviously being a critical part of the club as a rugby as a whole, how are you going to manage both of them? I know. I'm, I'm going to get pretty stressed, I imagine. Um, that's, that's, the, um, <laughs> that, that's the long and the short of it. Um, I, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, um, a lot of the, the DOR stuff kind of fell under what I did last year anyway. The more formal aspects of it um, there, there are going to be meetings for me to attend on Tuesdays and Thursdays. There are going to be times when I'm going to want to go on a Saturday and watch the under-23s rather than the, the, the first 15 or the second 15 or the Barbarians or whoever they may be. One of the things that I'm really going to work on personally, and it's, it's often been, been 
raised as a development point of mine and I, it's something I work on a lot um, is the, the delegation. Um, we have got some amazing guys in that, in that coaching setup. You know, how many, how many clubs can, can say that they've got a, a professional rugby analyst as one of their coaches? Um, you know, Ben, I've known, I've known Ben for years. He's a great coach. He's stepped into a sort of player coach role and he's done that really well. It's not something that I've seen done as well before. Player coaching is a, is a really difficult thing to do. I think he's stepped into that really well. James, as I say, the, the rugby knowledge in the man is just ridiculous. So from, from my point of view, delegation is going to be key. The, the role of lead coach, if you like, the way I'm looking at it just means that if it goes wrong, it lands on my shoulders. But as a, as a team, we're going we're gonna to manage those coaching sessions. We're going to manage selection together. We're going to manage the um, individual personal development that we're hoping to, to discuss with, with all of our players going into the season, whenever the hell that might be. Um, but yeah, I am 100% happy to not be at a practice session to know that James and Ben and Alan and whoever the the other person in the who, who joins the team might be, whoever that person is, I have hundred percent faith in those guys that that it'll be it'll be perfect, probably better. Nice. Um, on top of that, adding to the point, obviously you got both rivals. Uh, did you consider stepping down from? head coach and allowing someone to fit in and assist in so then you could focus on running the rugby club the rugby at the club as a whole and then pushing those minis and that lower section so then we have more players that can flow through the club and hopefully into the senior section later on in their years I definitely thought about it um, I talked to the, the chairman and and a couple of other members of the board about it as a as an option um, and i'm not I'm not ruling it out uh, going forwards I, I don't know how long this this role is going to be in place it may be that you know by Christmas everybody's fed up with me and you know I'm found hanging by my feet from a tree in Felton somewhere but um, certainly for for this season I think that it's it's doable to do both. Um, with my with my day job, I have time on my hands to be liaising with Middlesex, to be having, you know, the, the, the amazing technology that we've discovered over the last few few months. Um, I can have meetings with the chairman. I can I can do this. I can do that whilst whilst in my day job. Um, and I, it's going to mean that I get home and see my wife less. Um, she won't mind that, that's for sure. But, you know, from, from my point of view, that's a, that's a development that I'm, I'm prepared to accept in order to, to keep coaching. Because coaching is what I love. And I love watching players develop. Uh, and, yeah, I love watching players develop. I don't think I can add any more to to that um co coaching is is my passion 
just going back to the previous question, you mentioned adding another person to the coaching setup. What sort of person are you thinking about? A young, dynamic new person or someone to potentially come in and take the reins if you were at a committee meeting as previously mentioned? It, it sounds like you've read the, read the job description, Joe. Um, I, I don't see that the two need, need be um, exclusive. Uh, the right person could be young and dynamic and still be in a position to, to take and lead the, the practice session. Um, I, I believe in you guys, the, the leaders that, that we've got developing within the team that actually were the worst to happen and nobody was to turn up from a, the coaching team. You guys would still manage a, a pretty excellent um, practice session. So um, I've gone off topic, haven't I? Yeah. Uh, in, in answer to your question, what I want is somebody, um, somebody young, somebody dynamic, um, somebody enthusiastic. I also want somebody who is ex as excited as me about coaching set piece, because there there will be a time when I can't be there for scrum builders club or leaping into lineouts or whatever and i i'd like to have somebody there that will will bounce into those thinking that that's the best thing in the world um so yeah there there, there are a few uh, a few people whose names are being shared with me uh from from that point of view i've spoken to a couple uh i've yet to speak to a couple of others i am convinced that we need to make sure we get the right person and if that means that we don't have somebody in in position going into pre-season whenever that is and i'm i'm kind of loosely working on august um if we don't have that person in place by then i don't think that's the end of the world because i think it's more important that we get the right person at the right at the right time for them and for us than it is just getting somebody there Uh, I, I hope that's answered a few people's questions tonight. Uh, I think on part of the entire senior squad, we'd like to say congratulations on the promotion. Thank, thank you very much. Like I, like I said, I am, I am excited. I see. I, I've always thought director of rugby is a is an old title for the, for the role. Um, I see myself as as somebody who is here to make Staines Rugby Club the best environment it can possibly be for the players. And as I said there. That player may be five, there may be 55. Um, and with that goes the, the best environment for their families, for their coaches, for the other volunteers. Um, and a director makes it sound very important. Um, I, I see it far more as a, a service role. So, I, you know, and I've said to you guys before, I'm, I'm beholden to you at the end of the day, you, the playing team, you're the customers. So that's my role to make it the, the best rugby environment and, and a genuine environment for, for everybody involved. I'm really excited. Are we all done? Is that, is that all your questions? Yeah, Scott? I believe that yeah. is all of them, yeah. Fantastic. Unless you've got anything else to say, Nick. No, um, that, that's pretty much it. I thought, I thought some of those questions were excellent, guys. Really insightful, some I hadn't thought of. So, um, for those for those guys that, that put the questions out there, that was 
that was brilliant well done um made me think about some stuff too i am really looking forward to this and um yeah pretty nervous too to be honest but there we go um so thank you very much for your time um that's that's us so uh thank you very much i hope i answered everybody's questions thanks for tom and for joe for asking those questions being the the spokespersons for their their teammates um that's us i think um we are on to the next episode of swancast which hopefully will come out on monday which is with Colts. um it may be a while before there's another extraordinary version but who knows what might happen um i look forward to catching up with you guys really soon see you later guys see you later thank you